our reading today will be from Matthew 9, verses uh, 35 to 38. Matthew 9, 35 to 38. And I'm indebted for this little devotional uh, to a mission sermon by John Crocker, who's the new director at Gospel Fellowship Association. Let's begin with prayer. Our Father, we ask you that you would open our hearts now to your word and to your Holy Spirit. Lord, that we might pray according to thy will and that your name would be glorified among us today. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, brethren, let us hear the word of God. Matthew 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So, brethren, this is a familiar passage. Jesus is in the heart of his public ministry, and he's both preaching the good news and performing many miracles all around Judea and Galilee. But he cannot go everywhere. So later he gave the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Later this year, it is estimated that the earth's population will surpass 8 billion people for the first time in history. 40% of these are estimated to be unreached. That is, in the location where they are, there is no local preaching where they can hear the gospel. 40%, uh, that's over 3 billion people. Jesus knew this even in his own time. So he gave us first an explanation of the harvest in verse 37, and then a solution for the harvest in verse 38. First, the explanation of the harvest, verse 37. He said, the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few. As it was then, so it is today. The fact of the matter is, most mission boards in this 21st century are facing a real dilemma at this time. There are not enough new missionaries entering Christ's service. Not enough to go into new fields, and not enough to replace the missionaries that are retiring. Please understand this. The churches are willing to support more people, more laborers, and the resources are available to place them in the field. But the fact is, we in the Western world have become complacent. The promises of comfortable living and worldly success have diverted many of our Christian youth so that there are not enough young men and women 
willing to serve in missions. The same might be said of the majority of Christians. Many of us are so busy with the affairs of life, we do not bear witness to the people we meet on a daily basis. In summary, this is Christ's explanation of the harvest. He has many sheep scattered among the nations, but there are not enough laborers to reach them. So, secondly, what is the solution for the harvest? It is in verse 38. Jesus said, Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Brethren, the solution in one word is pray. Pray in the Greek here is an imperative. It's not an invitation. It's not a suggestion. It's a command for us, his people. And whom are we to pray to? To the Lord of the harvest. And this should be very reassuring to us. The one who commands us to pray is also the one who will hear us, is also the exact same one who will answer us, and is also the same one who um, has all the resources to produce what we ask, a great harvest of souls. And what are we to pray for? That the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. Notice first, it is still his harvest. He is the blessed owner of the cattle on a thousand hills. He is still our creator God, and all men are his creatures. He is the sovereign ruler of the universe. And therefore, we are asking the king precisely this, to do his will among his subjects. And we should have a great confidence in this that his will will be done. What do we ask the Lord of the harvest to do for his harvest? Well, we are told to ask him to send forth laborers. Send forth in one word in the Greek is the same word used for casting out demons. It's the same word used when Christ cast out the money changers. It carries a strong meaning to compel one to depart, to drive them out, or to cast them out. The idea is to thrust out someone who is reluctant to go. You know, this United Prayer Call has been so encouraging. We pray together with like-minded people daily. We pray fervently and um, urgently, praying for a massive worldwide revival where millions are swept into God's kingdom. But here is where we sometimes leave something out. I admit that when I've been praying for a revival, I have this conception that uh, it almost will happen apart from any means other than our prayer and the Holy Spirit's then regenerating souls. But here we see that when we pray, we must pray not only for the Holy Spirit to convert many, 
but also pray that the Lord would create in the hearts of many people an irresistible desire to labor in missions, both worldwide and in our own communities, each one of us as well. So what is the answer? Brethren, we must pray. Pray that the Lord would thrust out more laborers into his harvest field so that he will use them as his means in the coming great global revival. Let us pray to that end today together. Amen.